Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. He's not a celebrity chef, but he has been on TV. And he knows what he's talking about when it comes to cooking. So, a very good afternoon, Ollie Mannion. Hello, hello. How are we? You all right? Uh, we are top form, my man. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. Not too bad. Not too bad. Busy, busy, busy. But, yeah, enjoying life. Well, that's become part of being a, a semi-celebrity cook. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. But yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, cook, uh, yes, but, but celebrity, no. But <laughs> hang, hang on a minute. You can cook and you've been on TV. That'll do for me. Uh, well, all right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, if we're ticking those boxes, fair enough, I suppose I do, yeah. Uh, just, just before we get on to National Barbecue Week, because uh, that's, that's why we've asked you to uh, give us your words of wisdom. The, you know all these cookery programmes, Bake Off and all the rest of them? I, yeah. It, does, it, does it really function in the way that we see on the screen or is there so much goes on behind the scenes honestly right so so i hadn't obviously but we we've not really been briefed that much on when we we did the, the show that i was on which was best home cook um so turn, turning up on the first day is overwhelming how different it is to how you perceive it on tv um obviously things are a lot bigger the pressure's a lot bigger um there's a lot more the, the time that everything takes is phenomenal so um just like a little what like one little thing that we didn't realize happened was you cook and then you come out and then maybe an hour and a half of photos are taken of your food and then you go back in and then they do the judging so whenever you see judging on these things normally it there's a bit of been quite a bit of time elapsed between uh, when that food was made and when uh, when you actually uh, like have it have it tried by the judges so right. uh, yeah, there's an awful lot that goes into it, a hell of a lot, and it's a lot of waiting around but, uh, and, and a lot of biting fingernails as well. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that always fascinates me, we'll just touch on this and then I promise we'll move on to barbecue because yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll chat about this all afternoon. You know when they say, certainly on Bake Up, um, bakers, you have one minute left. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, they've done an awful lot in one minute. It's never like that, surely. Well, yeah, I think yeah, that's the clever, clever like magic of editing. I think, but no, like it's um, yeah, like there's no you don't get more time than they put on the TV or anything like that. Or, or and they and they do call out like when when there's a minute left and it is as panicked as you see it on TV. But they obviously edit a lot more in like into uh, into that time like elapsing than than actually probably does go on. But no, it's uh, it's they, 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 I think you know it's it's as real as you as you see it on TV. But they just uh, leave a bit of the magic. Uh, uh, behind the scenes. D- big question. Did you did you enjoy doing it? Was it a real enjoyment <laughs> to do? It, it probably took uh, about ten years off my life with, uh, <laughs> with stress. I won't I won't lie. And and I would like to think that if I went on it now, I'd probably do a lot better job. But um, I think with, without without doing that, I wouldn't have pushed myself a bit more to take uh, cooking a bit more seriously, and things might not have come about if I hadn't have done that as well. So yeah, and also I, I, when I first went onto that show, I. I'd not even cooked for a lot of my friends, so it was a it was a big test of like um, of, of like how good I was because obviously I'd only have a few, a few had a few people in my family try my food, so yeah. it could have just been all them being like real really big like you know supporters of me and being actually terrible, but uh, it turned out I can cook a bit, so yeah, it, so it gave me a lot of confidence. Marvelous stuff. Right now then, um, National Barbecue Week. Uh, yeah, I was chatting to you off air, and you tell me that um, you're not massively experienced at barbecues, but yeah. but you've just bought one, uh, and yeah. you're kind of getting the bug. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've always I've loosely done barbecues. I've been one of these people that's kind of like had like a, when there's been a sporadic like nice day, I've like kind of pulled it out just to do the general 
general bits, but I've never really invested heavily into barbecue, and I've always just had one, like, quite a cheap and cheerful barbecue. But I kind of took the plunge uh, this summer um, off the back end of, of last year, like that, dabbling a bit more, being at home a bit more uh, with, with barbecue. So I thought this year I'd go for it. So I invested in a, a Kamado Joe kettle uh, barbecue, um, and, 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 and I was really nervous at first. Like you'd think, obviously, being, being a cook, you'd have a lot of confidence going into it, but it's the... Uh, I was kind of quite overwhelmed because the barbecue world can seem quite intimidating with some of the, la- <laughs> yeah. some of the language they use and like how, how it's, you know, like it, it, there's so many different elements that kind of like can factor things going well or not. So, but I've just kind of thrown myself into it, which I would recommend anyone to do. Just, just, you know, just go, go just try anything you can. Like if you've made something in your kitchen, home kitchen, which is what I did, the first thing I did only two weeks ago was a whole, whole roast chicken. That was the first thing that I did on it because Chicken is one of those ones that when it's done right, it's amazing. When it's done terribly, you, you know it's been done terribly. So sure. I thought, right, a, ch- a whole chicken, I've done it loads of times in a home oven. And essentially, I've, I've kind of come to my own conclusion that a barbecue is essentially either a hob but with fire or a smoky oven. That's, that, that's literally it. So, so I kind of went into it with the same premise as how I would have done my, my home roast chicken in the oven in my kitchen. Yeah. But I just transferred all that, the, the, that, that little bit of knowledge and, uh, into just using it in a barbecue uh, scenario instead. And do you know what? It turned out better than I've done it in the oven. So, uh, <laughs> I, was, uh, I, so I was quite, so it was, a good, it was a good little start. But yeah, I've just kind of used it, like, started with baby steps. The things that I've kind of done loosely in, at home that I feel kind of relatively confident with in the kitchen. Right, got you. Transfer, yeah. So this, yeah, this so. Um, barbecue you've been, is it an all singing, all dancing, gas-fired? No, um... no, it's, it's, it's not. It's, well, it, well, it is, it is and it isn't. It's, it's, it's a kettle barbecue, so it's, it's, it basically uses the same premises. Uh, a lot of like, a, you know, I think the Weber kettle is probably one of the most famous um, kettle bar- barbecues that people use. So it's literally just a lid, and a big bold base um, at the bottom of it, which you you, you you chuck your fuel into the bottom, right. and then you've got you got your vent in the bottom, vent in the top, and that's it. It's really really simple. Obviously, you can get gas barbecues. Personally, and it's only my personal view, I don't think a gas barbecue is really very good for for varied cooking. And also, you get so much flavour from that smoke and so from from your lump wood or your your cherry smoke or your apple wood that you kind of use in your chunks. So for me. It's got to be fire for a barbecue. Absolutely. Nothing nothing against gas barbecues. They're very, very convenient. They get up to temperature exceptionally quickly. They're a lot more controllable. Um, You know, you can just change the dial and it'll drop the temperature kind of thing. And there's also wood pellet barbecues like Traeger's as well that you can use, which are, again, very much, uh, they, they kind of do the hard work for you. But for me, I've kind of gone for the wood and the lump wood kind you, of message. You, just you are, you are Mr. Barbecue, aren't you? You've really... No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just very much, a per, I'm very much a person that when, when I, when I get into something, I kind of like, like to learn the science behind it, to try and, try and master it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ollie, what, answer me this, because this intrigues well, me as well. Why is it a bloke thing? Why is it a man thing? We, well, us guys do nothing in the kitchen usually. Absolutely. I mean, you is, are an obvious exception. I'm a bit of an exception, but, yeah. But broadly speaking, if the the word barbecue suddenly uh, transforms us blokes to some kind of cordon bleu cook, uh, yeah. and we we are the masters of all we survey on the barbecue, and um, why is that? Why is it a blokes thing? I, I, do you know what? I, I I would have thought that before, but I am obviously I'm I'm quite you know like active on Instagram, and you've done, and, and even more so in the barbecue community now. I'm kind of like reaching out to a few more people for for tips and tricks and this that and the other, and I think that that kind of uh, uh, that 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 men thing is kind of like disappearing for me because uh, the more I delve into it, there's a lot more women doing it. But 
I think it does go back to the old caveman mentality of fire and man and kind of thing. So, yeah. it, I mean, it, it, any, if, if I see a flame, I'm going to stand around it. I think yeah. it's guaranteed. <laughs> and, and I think maybe all those men are kind of hardwired that way. I don't know. We are indeed. Now then, yeah. um, you, you've... You're sort of getting into the barbecue thing now. What have you learned? Something that's key in terms of preparation for the meat and and whatever you're putting on on the grill. What, what's what has Ollie learned that might be the the little key that makes a barbecue a success every time? Okay, so there's a couple there's a couple of fundamentals that I would say that you you, you need. And bearing in mind this is only based off a you know about a month's worth of, uh, of of playing around with it, so I'm sure I'd probably change my answer later on, but. Uh, you've got to use good uh, lump wood and good uh, good quality lump wood um, if you if you're using those types of fuels. Yeah. Uh, something that burn, burns hot and burns for a long time, uh, and also something that's sustainable as well. You know, don't just go buying like the cheapest stuff because usually that means it's being deforested and stuff like that, and not good for the old planet, which yeah. obviously is quite important these days. Um, being being like you know uh, having a good thermometer, thermometer to use, whether that's something that you put into the meat. Um, which you can use. There's, there's, there's uh, companies that do things like that called Meter, yeah. uh, where you can actually use an app on your phone where you can actually see what the core temperature of whatever meat you're oh, doing right. is. Oh, right. So or, it's, it's, um, not, it's not guesswork, because I must admit... I'm no, no, no. You know yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. where, is it done yet? And you go, oh, I'm yeah. not sure. You no, can no, get... there's, there's all sorts of clever kit you can use. Oh, like, right, you know, okay. You're using technology. So, yeah, like I say, there's, there's one that I used the other day called a Meter that you can just like pop in. There's an app on your phone. Uh, you set the, te- the, the, the temperature you want your meat to hit. So normally you want it to be around 70 to 75 degrees. Pop it in there and then you're getting a little alert or if something's dropping in temperature, uh, you know, you can keep an eye on that. So, uh, but yeah, a good thermometer. And also just learning how to use the basics. Like obviously the key to a, a good barbecue is maintaining and regulating heat. In an oven in your house, it does it for you. Yep. And on your hob, it does it for you. Yep. Obviously on a barbecue, you, you're at the will of an element of fire. So um Learning to use those vents, you've got the bottom vent on a barbecue, which uses fuel, which is which which I, I think is like an engine, and then you've got your top one, uh, which goes on your lid, which is like almost like the exhaust, which like, but obviously you need to, those little tiny adjustments on those vents will make a good 20, 30, 40 degree change in your temperature, whether bringing it up or bringing it down. So, so just you, learning like what what those yeah. adjustments are on your barbecue will uh, will make the world world different. Right, and a temperature gauge would be a really good investment. Yeah, I mean, so, so, some 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 barbecues have them already built in. Yeah, obviously that. So then you you just need to make sure that it's working at the right uh, right ambient temperatures. So. I always recommend, well, I'm recommending at the moment, uh, 100 to 150 degrees is good for smoking temperatures. Yeah. Uh, 150 to 250 is good for roasting. And 250 to around 400 is good for, like, searing if you want to do, like, big cuts of meats, burgers, like, you know, sear, searing steaks, things like that. Right. So, yeah, so if you've got a good uh, thermometer, you can get all that info. Brilliant. Okay, so we've, we've sorted out the meat. Um, what, one of the things that I always think is that, you tend to just slap it on a bun or a, um, a, a hot dog kind of thing. What, yeah. what, what other um, side dishes, if you like, for want of a better word, what, what have you found goes well with meat off a barbie? Well, I mean, what, what I'm doing at the moment is uh, a lot of, like, vegetables, just to go with things, obviously trying to, keep, like, to balance out the, um, the, the bad stuff with the good stuff. So I've been doing a lot of, like, whole sweet potatoes, peppers, onions, whole tomatoes, like finely sliced courgettes, which you can just grill off over over a nice flame. Uh, you can whole roast aubergines. So you can just like literally, especially with like your sweet potato, your peppers, onions, and uh, aubergines, you can literally just um, put some, maybe some aromatic uh, or some herbs or something around them, marinate them up with some olive oil, 
boil them up, chuck them on the barbecue for a good 45 minutes, then open them up and then like just finish with the nice sear over them or even like open them up and uh, get some nice heat and get that smoke into them as well. So, um, I, 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 yeah, but then you can even like barbecue some pineapple and put that into a salsa. Barbecue oh, right. corn, obviously. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, I've been doing some pineapple salsa, which has been beautiful. So just um, just to wind it back, just because I'm kind of I'm writing as, as much as I can of this down. Here. <laughs> so so you're advocating putting vegetables on the barbie as well? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, you can even oh. you can even boil them up and throw them straight into the coals. Like you just just chuck them, no no like you know just straight on, and then it's the same premise. It's just heat, and it's, it, and it's made, made, making sure that that heat is the you know you, you just turning them over in the coals, and you could have a have a sweet potato cooked in about half an hour 40 minutes and uh, open it up get some smoke to it and then you've just got some of the most tastiest sweet potato you've ever had wow never ever done that sim- i've never ever done that. that just that, as simple as that yeah that's marvelous oh do you know that's me nugget that's me takeaway yeah. nugget um, that's it yeah <laughs> oh well, yeah need... vegetables on the barbecue are phenomenal that's yeah really brilliant phenomenal. oh i like that idea we like that a lot uh, now uh, ollie all we need is some decent weather now because um bar- national barbecue <laughs> week's been a complete washout up to now i know so it should have been last week shouldn't it it should have been last week um in terms of when you have a barbecue, do you just decide if the weather's okay? Come on, let's have a barbie, or is it planned in advance? Uh, well, I must be, must admit, I've been looking at the Met Office Nantwich more than I've ever looked at it in my <laughs> life over the last few weeks. And any time there's a whole day that's got uh, is clean and clear, I'll be fine. Because obviously, uh, there was um, a day that I did a lamb shoulder and I uh, uh, slow smoked it for seven hours, so I needed to make sure that it was. Um, it was clean and clear for, for the whole day. So I have been doing a bit of planning and preparation when it comes to the weather. But, I mean, there's only so much planning you can do in this the, the, this country because you can go out in a T-shirt and come home in a, uh, in a full rain match. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, you're, you're the restaurant manager at St. Martha's Restaurant yeah. in Nantwich. If I'll tell you what, listener, if you've not been before, you will love that place. It is so, Amen so nice. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, do you think that's going to be, um, how can I put it, uh, are you going to reinvent yourself maybe and go back on tv would you go into no, uh, well, into bake off? no i would never do bake off because bake like baking is 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 my is the most terrifying thing to me <laughs> in the world because i'm very much i'm very much a cook that likes throwing things together and and seeing if they work out with baking it's more it's more of a science it's definitely more uh, like chemistry when you have to be a bit more precise so it's not really my yeah bake off is definitely not not something i would do but Never say never with uh, other other things that pop up. You never know what happens. Marvellous. Uh, but, yeah. Now then, um, if people want to follow you and, uh, and all the lovely things you do, um, have you got Facebook? Is it Instagram? What's the best uh, way to feed? Yeah, in, I, do, I do have a Facebook, but I'm most active. I only feed it through from my Instagram. So my Instagram is uh, I'm, the, I'm the one who cooks. I-M-T-H-E-O-N-E. The cooks, uh, the cooks, yeah. So, um, yeah, I do a lot of stuff on there. I'm not as active at the moment because obviously I've started a new job, so I'm kind of concentrating on that. But I do upload a lot of recipes, little stories that you know that people can cook along to and stuff like that. Just to, and also I've been doing a lot with the barbecue on my stories recently, just to show people that somebody who's not overly confident with barbecuing can can do can do stuff. So that's uh, brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant. So it's Instagram. I'm the one that cooks. 
one who cooks. One oh, who, who cooks. One who. Co- let's get that right. I'm the yeah. one who cooks. Ollie, it's, a play, it's um, a play on Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. I'm the one who cooks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for some valuable insights there. We've, we've got a lot of info for that. We just need the weather to book up a bit now. Yes, we do. And uh, please do come back from time to time and let us know uh, any further exploits in uh, with regards to. Uh, the um the the cooking in general but uh, the yeah. barbecues in particular we'd love to Absolutely, have you yeah. Ollie thanks ever so much for your time we'll catch you soon yeah, yeah. Take Ta- care. Ta- 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 go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts some more ways to listen